to the stripped down know nothing podcast focusing on the bare naked ladies that's right whether they make you feel like you're safe or in danger from one and only to paul chambers we're <laughs> it's all been done the podcast he leaves his family to be with his friend it's my co-host evan he's gonna have to learn to live in the slow lane <laughs> it's my co-host it's <laughs> i was trying to do a uh, fred schneider oh yeah Fred Schneider doesn't really have held notes, does he? I'm Fred Schneider. This is what I say. He's more staccato. He goes, say, rock lobster. That's true. But you were doing a real vibrato like, okay, rock lobster. (laughs) (laughs) That's like some Broadway. Fair enough. Fair enough. You got me. Let me critique. Guilty as charged. Fred Schneider impression. Guilty as charged. (laughs) What? I'm guilty as charged. What is this? That was a walk hard Dewey Cox reference. Got it. Okay. I'm microcasting now. Guilty as charged is for when someone does credit card fraud. Get it? (sighs) Get it? Guilty as charged is when someone electrocutes someone else purposefully. Guilty as charged is when someone does the running of the bulls in Pamplona. (laughs) A a wanted criminal and then the police sick the bulls on them. Oh, shit. They should make running of the bulls into... Like if you escape executing the bulls, prisoners. Yeah, but if you escape them, you're free to just like you were on death row, but now you're good. But you have to stay on the path. They make a force field so you can't yeah. get off the path, right? Or no, any citizen's allowed to kill you if you yeah. get off the path. But see, what that does is create this Darwinism where like only the strongest and smartest criminals will escape the bulls, and those are the ones we don't want out on the. That's streets. the one we want. It is. They improve the general cr- the general level of crime. Wait, what do you mean they improve? We want the strongest, smartest criminals out there. No. That's they can beat everyone up better. Okay, well, here's the thing. So, judge society by its criminals. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, how would you judge the... You gotta have like those masterminds out there. You gotta oh, have those strong, tough oh, criminals. you think that they... See, I, you're thinking more of a, a fucking, like, mastermind... Oh, you're thinking of, like, I'm thinking Jason of... Statham, the transporter. Exactly, Like, yes. like uh, Jason Statham in, uh, what is that one where he's on drug? Crush? Oh, slush? Uh, uh, slush? Nope. And I had it crank crank crush and slush it is crank crank 2 is a fucking wild movie the, crank 2 does that thing where like you're supposed to do in a sequel which is like ramp everything up by a factor of 10 yes and you can't ramp up crank by a factor of 10 so they just make it fucking insane well they make it into a cartoon which yeah. is like what you need to do it eventually becomes looney tunes which is great yeah uh yeah um, I gotta keep my heart rate up. We have to fuck <laughs> in public. Well, and I'm not surprised they never made a crank three. That would be <laughs> fucking wild. What would be? How would you turn eleven to eleven? So crank three would be like a RoboCop, where okay. they've like rebuilt Jason Statham as like a fucking android, like a sure. cyborg. Sure, absolutely. So, he, so, but they only built him to be able to take extra drugs. Okay, got it. <laughs> oh, I like that. Okay, was that that? I and I'm struggling to remember. Yeah, he did have to keep his heart rate up. It was like um, speed. Except with a person. Yeah, but he had like a a bomb in him? Brother, I don't know. That if his heart rate dropped? See, that's the worst though. Because it can never, you could literally never take it out. Because if you put him under anesthesia to operate on him, his heart rate would go down. Chev Chelios. Uh, as the Latins say, Chev Chelios. <laughs> Chevy Chase. <laughs> What are you saying? Chev Chelios was his name in the fucking crisis. His name was Chev Chelios? I'm like 80% sure that, it was Chev Chelios. That's an insane My thing. name's Chev Chelios. It cannot be Chev Chelios. That's insane. 
Uh, his name was Jeff Jellios. <laughs> I had a fucking download from like the Zeit, the Universal Zeitgeist. Like, I, if you had asked me what his name was in Crank ten seconds before, I would not have known. But something like some fucking neuron fired for the last time in my head. Like I'm having a mini stroke. And I'm like Jeff Jellios. <laughs> like part of me died just now, listeners. On on uh, on fucking Mike. I'm a little stupid. A little stupider. (laughs) Somebody had the bubble wrap in your brain and they popped the one brain cell that said Chev Chelios. What is Chev even short for? Chevy. Really? Chevy. He's named for the car. Oh, Chev. Chevy Chase. Chev Chelios. (laughs) Well, now, is it Chev Chelios? Chev Chelios? Chev Chelios? Or Chev Chelios? (laughs) This is like a Punnett Square at this point. You gotta figure out... This might be the most unhinged we've ever been at the beginning. This is the, of this is the crank two of our. Uh... This is the crank two. We have to keep keep the bit bit quotient high, or else it isn't going to work for yeah. us. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh oh, both of our hearts exploded just now when we had nothing else to say oh, about. Oh man, what do we need? What do we need to do? What do we need? What do we need? That's a great question. In fact, it's the musical question that our friend Ed Robertson asked today in this week's song. No. Is that possible? Listeners, this week's song is called What Do We Need? And if you've never heard it before, here is a quick sample. We go to bed on a bus, wake up backstage. It's a little harder now than it was when I was half my age. Just blow off the dust, reset the cage. F. What hey. do we need? Oh, boy, oh, boy. Let's talk about the track by track before we talk about anything. Okay, right? give me a second. Uh, Got it. Okay. okay. Track by track. They say this this was recorded on the floor with minimal overdubs. Yeah, they so, were, it was them as a band, right? Yeah, this is like a live recording. They didn't so track nice. it. Yeah, they just did a little dubbing after they had recorded. So, yeah, they said this is Bare Naked Ladies at their most Bare Naked Ladies, right? Well, that's good because it, it fits the ambiance of the song. Yeah, I would say like so. The song is about bare naked ladies. Like all their songs now are about bare naked ladies. Yes. So like, but this one they they did it they did it right. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah. Um. And uh, Tyler is superstitious. Apparently, that comes through in this because yeah. part of the lyrics of the song are like, you know, please make it stop, which I think we should definitely dive into. But uh, Tyler was like, be careful what you wish for when yeah. talking to Ed. It used to be, uh, yeah, the other alternate title was A Song for Tyler. Yes, yeah, 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 which I wish they would have done. That would have been so funny if there was a, a song on this album called Song for Tyler. Um, they don't have cheeky, they've never done cheeky titles, right? Not really. Be My Yoko Owner was the chorus. Yeah. It's always just whatever the chorus is. The flag is the flag, and it's like... Sure. Yeah. I don't know. What, what is their cheekiest title? I wonder. I don't think they have one. Some fantastic. Yeah, part of the part of the chorus. Uh-huh. I always just name it part of the chorus. What a bummer! Now that I'm thinking about it, I hate well, that. I think it's fine. It is fine. It's absolutely it's what easy to every remember. Band that. does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's easy to remember. Your SEO is high when you do the chorus. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Uh, Why don't you do that? Yeah. This is a uh, boy. Let's get into it. Okay. This is a strange song. It's. We asked for specifics last mm-hmm. episode, and boy, oh boy. They gave it to us. We got them. Yeah. And it's kind of musically a fun song, too. I agree. 
Uh, musically, it starts out, and ju- the general vibe of the piece reminds me a lot of If I Had a Million Dollars. I got, exactly. It's a sort of like folky country vibe. Yes. Yeah. Well, and it's also the combination of acoustic plus accordion, which mm. is something they don't do a lot, but putting those two together is very reminiscent of If I Had a Million Dollars. It's a pretty opening. They do lots of accordion shit in this song. There's like an accordion solo, which is great. But yeah, musically, this song is a lot of fun. I agree. I'm, I'm approaching this very cautiously optimistically. <laughs> yeah. But like, I kind of I mean, like this song. I wish they had reversed uh, the um, order of the songs on the, the track list. What like, do you mean? Because you could be like, it's enough time. What do we need? It should be, what do we need? Enough time. Fuck. That would have been really funny. They should have just done a whole album Boom. where the song titles like them were. T- I'd like to sit and talk with you. Every title is my words. <laughs> They could have even done, what do we need? One night. What do we we need? need? The tower. (laughs) See the tower. tower. What do we need? See See the the tower. tower. What's the first song called before One Night? The first single from this album was, I've already forgotten it. It's left my fucking brain. Who, this, love and life. Love and life. I'm loving life. I'm loving life. I left my wife. For a knife. Uh, Speaking of knife. This uh, song has weird stabs in the chorus, which are like, what do we need? Stab, dab, dab. <laughs> Not stab, a lot. Stab, stab, stab. stab. Like what? The, I don't know. They felt very like. It felt like someone was stabbing someone. It to felt you. like the equivalent, the, the, the acoustic equivalent of an orchestral hit. Change. What do we need? Not a lot. I'm pretty sure that we could get. You know what I mean? It was like, bump, bump, bump. Not a lot. Bump, bump, bump. Is this just me? I think that's just... I didn't get that at all. Well, listeners, I'm not going to play it now, but you'll hear it right now, and you can judge for yourself. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, right. <laughs> interesting. I'm wrong. Um, yeah, musically, I didn't have a whole lot to say about this, other than it was pleasant. Yeah. I liked how pleasant it was. I always love accordion. I think it's like the most underappreciated like inst- rock instrument. Agreed. Yes. Yeah. Who else uses it besides them and Weird Al? Oh, uh, there are some. There was an accordion like uh, boom in like the I want to say tens because I remember like three or four like indie rock bands having an accordion wow. player, and then that quickly went away. Sure. Have you ever seen S and M and M and M? No. Indie band. I'm sure they broke up in like 2008 at this point, but they were fucking great. Instead of a, they had a guitar, instead of a bass, they had a tuba. Oh. Uh, they had an accordion. It's like a cake. So it's like a cake like band. <laughs> Sort of, <laughs> yeah. No vibra slap, uh, which is the only. Did I also tell you that my son is obsessed with Cake? Oh, that's a band. good band to be obsessed with. He fucking with. loves. I fucking lo- speaking of a band that like can write fucking songs. Yes, I don't know about their new. I haven't heard their new new I've stuff. I've listened but. to Mexico, for example, mm-hmm. a thousand times. I still don't know what it's about because their songs just have layers upon layers, yeah. and they're very simple. And you know, I do have to listen to their newer stuff. You know, they just played like last week in Columbus. Yeah, we should have gone. No. Really? You I don't know. I don't know enough of their. I like. I know their like hits, but like I don't. Fun is seeing like this is a new fun song that I've never. See, you know, I don't. I like to. I enjoy concerts more when I know when I like know the lyrics of the songs and can like sing along with them. Could you have sung? How many cake songs do you think you know? Five. That's a lot of songs. Yeah. You know the distance. Short skirt, long jacket. Mustache man. Mustache man. What's the one where like they're corpses? They're they've been dead. But I don't mind. No, I don't mind. You're getting into like there. Oh, yeah. I know. I like that one. Third, fourth album. I have you next to me. I could could probably do a dozen of them. 
Yeah. I saw them in college. Great live band. Awesome. They were a lot of fun. I'm sure. Well, I'm telling you. So I hope you're sure. <laughs> hope you fucking believe me, dickhead. All right. Believe uh, men. <laughs> hashtag. <laughs> yes, all men. So I like the I like, like the the chorus had like a very like oompa 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 like like uh, a. <laughs> yeah, I hear it. Yeah. What do we do? Boop, 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 boop. Not a lot. Oompa 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 Yeah, I can, I want that mashup. Yeah. Um, I like a uh, like like when he was like spot light. <laughs> period 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 did you or are you being facetious i liked it it was fun yeah there's a lot of fun in this song after the spotlight fades we're gonna have to learn to live in the slow lane again let's just lay it out for our listeners this is a song about how the bearnaked ladies <laughs> are still around they're still doing what they're doing and they love it, but, but they don't. They don't love it. <laughs> they kind of wish that they could not do it. So, sometimes. Yeah, it feels like an epitaph for the band. Yeah, this feels like their final song. Now I understand what our listen, what our Discord members were saying when they were like, "This feels like a goodbye to the Bernanke ladies." Like this song specifically mm-hmm. is like, "Yeah, we just need a break. We're just gonna take. We're gonna take, <laughs> take a some break, time for ourselves, right?" But like, it feels like this feels like. A, I mean, you're 100% right with the Had a Million Dollars. Like, this feels like an old BNL song. If it were, like, stripped down. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, raw and a little bit less produced. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could this, this, this could This could belong on an earlier album. Except, yeah. I mean, they wouldn't have written this song because they weren't sure. tired of touring. Sure, sure. Or maybe they were. Like, Hello City is how much they hate, like, performing in... Which is wild. That was on their first <laughs> album. We hate performing live. Uh... <laughs> so weird. Um, yeah, the song is just a general bummer that reminds me that you should always keep your hobby your hobby, right? Like, if I quit my job to do 2D6 full-time, I'd be like, my life... I hate performing 2D6 music because, like, I'm doing it every night now. But what if you could make $8 million doing it? Yeah. You know what? Then I would be okay with (laughs) it. Okay, well, there you go. But, like, I remember... Do you know Brentel Floss? Mm Mm-mm. Nerd, nerd guy. Mm-hmm. You, there's not what you would know, but he does his whole thing. He's like not existed for ten years now. But uh, his thing was he would do X with lyrics. So he would remake like Mega Man with lyrics, and he would do a Mega Man song except like sing lyrics to it. Right? Oh, okay. Funny S- stuff. Funny, funny. I'm sure, stuff. I'm sure. But I went and saw like he was doing a talk at a anime con that I went to, and it was the most depressing talk because he's like, I hate doing this. I wake up in the morning and I've done three albums now, and I'm like. I've never played Banjo-Kazooie, but I guess I have to write a song about it because I've done all the games I love, and now I'm just like... It's a grind. It's doing things. Mm-hmm. It's like making music because you have to make music as opposed to I want to, I love to, right? Making podcasts because you feel like you have to make podcasts. <sighs> but I love this. I know. I do still enjoy this. this. Yeah, I love performing <laughs> live with my passion. little buddy. God, we need to do a live episode. This is definitely our hobby because we don't make money off of it or anything. Yeah. Well, do you... Uh, What's that? Do you think there's a BNL con? <laughs> there is no BNL con. That ships and dip was the closest we could get. Yes, to a BNL con. yes, 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 okay. yes. That's a bummer. Because I feel like we definitely would have gotten a spot at, at ships and dip in the galley. In the galley. <laughs> Doing a live episode of this. Podcast. In the bilge. In the bilge. <laughs> Down in the engine room. One night only. Evan and Saker. So <laughs> Evan. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, but it does, it feels nostalgic. It feels specific. Yeah. I'm surprised this wasn't an album ender, right? I'm surprised we didn't go off on this because it feels like a goodbye. We are going off on a fucking Kevin song that's about like, <sighs> yeah, how he wants to sit 
for a while yeah. with his grandma. <laughs> I, I, but I, not his grandma, just a grandma. A, a non-specific <laughs> grandma. This old lady has white hair. <laughs> she has several generations. She's like never mentioning the word You're grandma because so it's too specific. Wise, <laughs> I think if I could talk with you, I would, but you're a ghost. <laughs> I uh, see. That's interesting. Stop okay, sorry. Right there, yeah. Um, what would you say to me? I don't know. <laughs> I can't speculate. I don't know. <laughs> that's the I chorus. don't know. Seven minutes of I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> uh, like I feel like if this were the ending track, it would feel like a goodbye. Yeah, and it would be shitty. That's almost certainly why they didn't put yeah, it there. Yeah, I agree. Um, lyrically, let's talk a little bit more about. I mean, let's talk about that big line, right? The big line is, I love it more than anything, but please make it end. Again, I love it more than anything, but please make it end. We've never had that sentiment from the Brannigan ladies before. I've never, I mean, I, we must have known that it was, you know, coursing through their veins. Like, but I never assumed, like, that they were tired of it. I mean... How could they not be, right? How could they not be? I mean, and they touch on it in like the track track by track. Like, yeah. it's like, please stop granting my wishes. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> like, a bummer. There is a genie out there that loves me. <laughs> please stop giving me what I want. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, wild. And I, I, I mean, and Jim touches on it too. Like, there's like a contradiction. Like, they really do love this. But at the same time, it's a grind. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And I, I, mean, I don't empathize with them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, it's so fucking hard to have a reverse teacher <laughs> schedule where you go out three months a year and play and work hard. And then the rest of the year, you can do whatever the fuck you want. And you don't have to do it because you're a millionaire. You've missed a fourth of your family's lives. We probably miss more than a fourth of our family's lives working yeah. a job. Uh, yes, that doesn't pay me millions that of dollars. That doesn't pay you millions of dollars. Yeah, now that I'm thinking or, about or it. Or respect and honor and, you know, yeah. Yeah. fame. Yeah. I don't get any of those from this. That's fair. Yeah, that's a bummer. So I've really. I, I fuck. I. I have no empathy for them or no sympathy for them. I have no sympathy for them, but I have empathy for them. Sure. Or reverse that. I don't know. It's also confusing because this line implies that there's some hand controlling their destiny. Brother, if you want to make it stop, it is very easy. <laughs> Just say that was the last tour. We're done now. Right? Like you're telling us we, we could get by on half of what we have. But they love it. I know they love it, but they also are sad. That's the dyke. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had a burp coming out there. Okay. That's, that's the dichotomy of it, right? I don't know. I also, guess. I have a that that I'm pretty sure we could get by with half half as much as we got. That line pissed me off. Why? Oh, gr sorry. Oh, oh, geez. Ed could get by on only four million dollars <laughs> and one triple platinum album and six chart topping hits. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. oh, I'm pretty sure I can get by on $4 million too, Ed. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's, a, it's it's very privileged. It's an unbelievably privileged song, yeah. right? But again, again, that's I think that's I think that's just Ed's fame and fortune coming through, right? Yeah. And, he, and he touches on that too. Like they're incredibly privileged and lucky to be where they yes. are. They yeah. love this. Like yes. they're grateful for they, it. They they totally understand. Right. It. They're putting themselves. And that's when you say when you said last episode that Ed was like out of touch. I think he's in touch. I think he understands what is happening in the world and their place in it and uh, sort of, you know, just gets it, right? He does. I think that, I think that like, oh, man. Can you imagine how much better this album would have been? Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I'm just, go ahead. If they had been like beforehand, like this is our final album and they just announced it and they put it out there into the universe, it would have sold, it would have gone platinum. 
all of Canada would have bought a copy. Every single man, woman, and child in, in Justin Canada. Trudeau would have mandated that all <laughs> Canadians. The and, day it came out would have been yes, BNL. And day. then uh, First Nations people had to buy three. Yeah, well, listen. <laughs> that only makes sense. Um, I don't know. Canada would open its maple syrup reservoirs. And they could have then... Which do exist. They could have done a... The maple vaults. A Look re- it up. Reunion tour afterwards, right? So this didn't have to be, but it could I don't been. think they want to be a... I don't think they want to be done. Yeah, I guess not. They really do love being up on stage. And like, like what what could possibly compete with like the high of performing for a fucking thousand people who love you? Yeah. No, you're right. 100% of course you are. So they're, they're still chasing that high even, you know, when they're the 50s. I know. And they can get it. I just, I wish, I wish they would do a B-Sides tour. Yeah. I wish they would do a fucking Deep Cuts tour. Yeah. That would be so fun for both of us. Yeah. For me? For yeah. them, they could get back to the roots. They could play in the basement in Columbus instead of Kimba Kemba Live. Yeah, like they could fucking and people would buy tickets just because it says Bare Naked Ladies. Correct. And they wouldn't give a shit. And they'd be like, "Why didn't they play one week?" And Bare Naked Ladies would be like, "We got your money." I guess here's the here's the thing. Um, they love the big arena crowds. I feel mm-hmm. like that's their thing. Um, also, like, I don't feel like there would be any any less work to do a B sides tour. And they're, and they're fucking tired of this. It would feel like less work. I feel like what feels work for them is doing the Big Bang Theory theme every fucking night. Doing the exact same set list with the exact same 17 songs. You know what I mean? Like that has That's to fair. feel like That's work. fair. Yeah. I don't, I can't really step inside their head, even though they're telling me exactly how they feel. Yeah. 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 Well, stepping inside another person's POV is important for a writer. I think you should try it sometime. All of your characters say, I am a white man with a white nationalist haircut and I live... I'm letting it grow out. <laughs> I know you are. I live on in Columbus, Ohio and I have... The code to my door is... I have a door code. I'm going to cut that You can course. easily get into my house. Um, I love... Speaking of lyrics, the fucking first lyric, go to bed on a bus, wake up backstage delights me thinking they have somebody carrying them from their bed on the bus (laughs) just like baby birds waking up every morning jim just comes out of his little nest and like they put a bass into his hands (laughs) it's a very silly line go to bed on a bus wake up backstage it's a little harder now than it was when i was half my age just blow off the dust, reset the gauge. We're still making headlines, even if they aren't front page. Yeah, I don't know. Um, we're still making headlines, even if they aren't front page. Yeah, they're still getting interviews. They're still making, like, people are putting them on something. Interesting use of the word page, don't you think? <sighs> it almost sounds like he said, even if they aren't front page. From page, from page. <laughs> I think there uh-oh, was a, uh-oh. a little subliminal uh-oh. message in there. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But even then, I, I think you're right. They're still getting interviews, I guess, from like the Toronto Star. But let me give you some statistics. They're Canada famous. Albumoftheyear.com has this user rated at 55 out of 100. Okay. There is no Metacritic rating because not enough professional outlets have reviewed this album. RateYourMusic.com has this as a 2.34 out of 5. No one is giving this headlines. They are not making headlines. Metacritic did not have enough professional reviews of the album to but give it. There were several sites that did interviews with BNL, like 
in anticipation of this album. Sites are like GuptaMedia.com. <laughs> you gonna come at the Gupta? <laughs> you best not miss. Yeah. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna upload a, a YouTube video, a YouTube lyric video for your two D six songs. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, Ardent papist. <laughs> I just I. I don't know. I don't. I don't feel like that lyric is true. I don't feel like they are making headlines. I mean, the the headlines they're making are like local papers. They're not doing pitchforking. Not front page. Not front page. Yeah. I don't know. Just I, I feel like. But they, even like like it's a little self-aggrandizing. Like three or four years ago, he did the fucking Mormon Tabernacle Choir with the astronaut man. That's true. Yeah. Like they're like they're Canada famous, and Canada has like it's just big as america but has 10 percent of the people yeah so, so what like, is it worth to it's be a, canada famous it's like being ohio famous who cares ohio shit <laughs> you got a good point there <laughs> who's somebody that's ohio famous who's do you remember the uh, oh it's so good guy no <laughs> tom raper like a local tom raper might be ohio famous it's like a local bobby layman Chevrolet. Oh yeah, I sort of do. You're just thinking of car dealers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know who Ohio famous would be. Grover Cleveland. Oh, yeah, he's not nationally recognized in the least. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of. There's really no Ohio. I don't think there are. The, the states are a different animal, though, right? Than a country. Than a country. I mean, Ohio is like as big as a fucking European country population and right. And size people wise, who are, I'm sure famous in Spain that I don't know. It's like that fucking guy who wrote The Witcher, like Maria Sapkowski. He's like yeah. the famous, most famous Polish author. I'm like, yeah. great, <laughs> great. That means nothing. <laughs> right? Yeah. Is Poland as big as Ohio? It's bigger. Rough. It's no. It's roughly the same size. I mean, it's maybe a little bit bigger, I think. But they have way fewer people. It's wild to think about that. Ohio's a state, bro. Why aren't we our own country? I think all the states should break off. And become <laughs> well, I've got some uh, pamphlets for you to read. <laughs> uh, conceptually, this is the most interesting song that Ed's put out in a while. Agreed. Specific, sad, reflective. Yeah, I think that he he has taken like eight swings at this ball. And this is the this one that actually hit. hit. Yeah, yeah, I feel sure. I feel good about this one. Yeah, like and even like blow off the dust, reset the gauge. Like he's just you know, it's hard to let go, to like retire, to realize like your best work is behind you, yeah, and to accept that. Yeah, that's just not how we're raised. That's not capitalist culture. That's not sure. any culture. Sure. Like it's not. I don't think that's even in the human mentality to be like, all right, I'm done. Step into the grave. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, like, kudos to BNL for, like, working to accept that. Like, yeah. Like, to, I mean, that's, we all have to make peace with that eventually. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, I guess so. But it doesn't seem like he is making peace with it, right? He's blowing off the dust. He would just let it collect if he, if he were. I don't think so. I think he's like, with. we're an adult contemporary band. We're going to make this. We're, this is what we're going to do, bud. Yeah. Until we're okay. in the grave. Sure. It's a, it is a. There's not going to be anything left of us to save. <laughs> It's a refutation of our podcast. Once Jim is done, <laughs> we'll be eating our bones. We'll have had our fun. Uh, I did not uh, speak of done and fun in the second verse. I'm often asked what it takes. You've got to be good, work hard, and have a hundred lucky breaks. The hardest part is the hearts you break. You've got to be good, work hard, and have a hundred lucky breaks. The hardest part is the hearts you Oh, I hate it when fucking bands do that. You're right. Break you should have the hearts you take. That would have been great. The hardest parts is the hearts you take. Whose heart do you think he's broken? I guess his children for leaving 
uh, every summer when they're off school. The fans who Daddy's expect gone. another one week. That's true, probably. And get a one day. A one day. Are there fewer concerts or one in night. the winter? I guess there are, because all the outdoor venues are closed. Yeah, and that's what they play. Yeah, okay. Mostly. That just occurred to me. Better Get Ladies can't do like a winter tour. I mean, they did their B-Sides tour. Okay, that would be the time to I do think it. They, I don't know. I think they've they've made peace with their like small touring schedule. Yeah, yeah. Even though, I mean, they do play what? Like 30 concerts or 40 concerts or something? Yeah. That's kind of, that's tough. It's a ton. That's a lot. Um, Did you watch the music video? Yeah, it's just like concert concert footage of them. Edward Pond, baby. Oh. Our boy is back. The guy who made the last video where it was the the food photographer. Oh. Uh, yeah, he's it's Jim looks delicious. <laughs> he really does. Um I I'm I kind of I kind of was questioning why there are so many of these. They we've done four songs and two of them have had weird cheap videos. Do you think it increases visibility for the album maybe? I don't know. I think they just had the guy with them. And they're like, <laughs> he's like, hey, I cut together some clips for your videos. You Maybe know, so. I just couldn't sleep last night, so I put together an entire... This guy, Jimmy Gupta, kept texting me. <laughs> <laughs> so you would give he me... Wants the, he, wants, he wants the, like, he wants, he wants your lyrics. He wants the lyrics. I didn't want to give it to him. He was very insistent. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 they must do something to the YouTube algorithm. If it's not a static image, if oh, there's like, yeah. I don't, I'm just trying to. I mean, like, well, it's, it's it's something you can put on your front page, right? That's true. That's what when you click on the BNL page, this is this this video is what comes up. Yeah. At the yeah. moment. Yeah. So like, yeah. I mean, so the video just follows like them, like it's just concert footage, but also a little bit behind, uh, more behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. Like you see Jim waking up. Yeah. And and that was something I thought about. Like, there must be such a different energy on the BNL bus. Like, there's a very big difference between having like a sleepover with your best 20 year old friends to having like a, a four man sleepover with your best 50 year old friends. <laughs> that is <laughs> like, very strange. Do you think they like, it's 2am and they're like, Jim, are you asleep? <laughs> <laughs> like, Tyler made a fart noise. Tyler. <laughs> Kev is the only one asleep. Uh, stop waking me up. There is a, did you see one of the clips was from Kemba? No. Oh, cool. When they were hitting the puppet puppets. Oh, Eddie Pond was there. Yeah, and he like uh, they pan briefly over the like fucking crowd. Yeah, and, and you saw us. Yeah, I was I was sitting there with my pants off like always, <laughs> waiting exciting. to be waiting to be discovered. <laughs> no, I did not see that, and that's very cool. Um, I did. I saw the sign that said "Play Hello City" in the one. I don't know what venue that was, but that made me laugh. They never would. There's a lot of like back background. Like Kev is wearing a they might be Giants shirt. Love mm-hmm. that. I know he's a fan, right? Um, Jim's got some dance moves. Jim is a fucking dancer. Oh yeah, bro. I wrote. I wrote. Jim seems like a rag doll. He really does. He also seems like the most fit of the band. Oh, one hundred percent. I don't know how he moves those limbs and doesn't pull. He a muscle. can dance. Of yeah. course, he did pull. Wasn't he the one who had pulled trouble back, putting yeah. his socks on? Yeah. yeah. Okay, never mind. Ed is cyberpunk at some point. Did you see that? Where he's wearing like a helmet or like sunglasses that are like reflective. Oh no, I didn't see that. Very strange. Um, the pre-show huddle. That's cute. Oh, Everyone puts put their, their hands, hands in, in, and they all put a finger up in the air. I don't know why they for do one it. week. For, uh, that's <laughs> might be true, possibly so. We just have to do one good song tonight. <laughs> that's what they're doing. Um, I wonder how much data Edward Pond had to comb through because when Ed goes, "The hearts you break," it's like a video of Kev like slapping his heart, and I like was Edward Pond like, "Fuck, hearts you break." I know I have something for this. I think it was in Tacoma, Washington on like September 8th. Like how much fucking shit do you have to? C- I think he just through? knows. You think he's- so? 
What Ed Pond does is he treats each of them like a piece of meat. Okay. And he just shoots them in their best angle. Okay. Puts that like glycerin on them yeah. to make them look all s- juicy. Angle for the dangle. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I feel you. Anyway, that's all I had about the music video. Do you have anything else about this song? Yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like it's easy to learn. Also, like, I gave them kudos for trying to accept, like, their their you know, newly diminished position. But, like, it's really easy to accept when you're still selling out, like, mid-size venues on the reg. I don't think they sell out, but they certainly sell enough. Yeah. I mean, they still play mid-size venues. If they weren't selling enough, they wouldn't. Yeah. 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 yeah it's a level before arena still. Mm-hmm. What do we need to sell enough? <laughs> Don't need to sell out, but we need our crowd to be buffed. <laughs> uh, yeah. They want strong men. <laughs> we just only strength people. They need, come. To come, they need to play Columbus during the Arnold Expo. Fuck, dude. Can you imagine Bare Naked Ladies and the Arnold at the same, same time? time? Oh, my God. You could do, you could bench press 500 pounds and then just stumble out of the fucking convention <laughs> center into Kemba Live. There would be riots in the streets if Bare Naked Ladies and Kemba were at the. Bare-naked ladies and Arnold. Do you think bare-naked ladies would have to, like, they'd feel like they have to work out beforehand, like, buff up? You know they would. You know. Well, you know Ed is walking up to North Market and looking across the street and his eyes are boinging out (laughs) of his head. And he's going to talk about it on stage. I saw some real strong people here tonight, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's all I have. What do you have? Yeah, that's, I mean, uh, I'm trying to think. I watched it at 1.5 speed. Not Mm. a song that benefits from more energy. Okay. Because it's a maudlin song. Yes. Right? Um, Banjo really it really peps up the banjo nice. in the song uh the accordion too everything else worse at 1.5 okay. speed um i really felt felt like i liked this song let me just stay there i think it would have been more fun if ed leaned into the country a little bit more and crooned it like really crooned it what do we need sure yeah, that would be fun in the same way he does the man. yeah i can hear it yeah yeah okay so like i don't know it's not a subtle song it's not a deep song, sure. but it, you know, it felt good. Sure. It felt good to have a good song. I agree with you. It did feel good to be good. Feel good to be good. Well, to be good. Ev, I need you to tell me what movie, what vampire movie this song is focused on. This, of course, it's not just about one movie, but two. Oh, Crank and Crank 2. <laughs> Chev no, it is about the duology of the 2002 movie, Queen of the Damned. Okay. And the 2013 movie by Jim Jarmusch, Only Lovers Left Alive. Oh. Which are, the, which are I think, are uh, the, continu- the Only Lovers Left Alive is a continuation of Queen of the Damned. Okay. I don't think I've seen either of these. So, um, Queen of the Damned, or, yeah, Queen of the Damned was written, uh, directed by Michael Reimer, who did Battlestar Galactica. It uh-huh. stars two, Stuart Townsend and Aaliyah, R.I.P. Oh, yeah. This um, is her first and last, right? Yeah. Vincent Perez, Marguerite Moreau, uh, with a new metal soundtrack, of course. Of course. It was a, a vehicle. It was like 2002. It was a vehicle for new metal. So it was okay. like fucking everybody was in there. Oh, uh, this like is Corn, a... Marilyn Manson, Linkin Park, Disturbed, Papa Roach. You got it. That right? rules. It's a time capsule of the early aughts. This musically. is a sequel to Interview with a Vampire? Loosely. Okay, got it. Like, it is. M- the most tonally different movie from the previous that I've ever seen. Okay. Like, okay. So Lestat f- falls asleep. He's, he's in his coffin sleeping. He is awoken by the sound of hard rock. Uh-huh. By, uh, like, new metal. Uh-huh. He wakes up, finds the band. He's like, you guys fucking rock. And then he becomes their lead singer, ex- achieves, like, international success, reveals himself to be a vampire, 
taunts all the other vampires. He's like, yeah, vampires are real, motherfucker. Uh, what in the fuck? Taunts all the other vampires during an interview. Um, so he reveals he's a vampire. Not everyone believes it, but like enough people do. Like he's a fucking vampire. He's like fucking kicking an ass, selling okay. out, selling out huge venues. BNL at the height of their success. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Right? So, um... There's a paranormal, sexy paranormal researcher who's like, maybe vampires do exist. Uh-huh. So she's following him, decides to pursue him. Is this him. Aaliyah? No. Okay. Aaliyah is the eponymous queen, queen of, the of the damned. damned. Okay, Which we'll it. get to in a second. Okay, okay, sorry. She She gets his uh, diary or something, diary of the vampire, and dis- discovers he was made by a vampire named Marius. She pursues him, uh, Lestat, um, after reading the journal, despite promising her mentor not to. Lestat saves her from other vampires. Maria shows up to tell Lestat to stop rocking. You must stop rocking. (laughs) Lestat cannot or will not give up. And he rocks so fucking hard. Not only does he not stop rocking, he rocks so fucking hard, he awakes the first vampire. Akasha, the the queen of the damned. (laughs) How does he do that? He rocks so fucking hard. This is based on a book? Yes. (laughs) It's based on like... The third, the queen of the queen of the dam by Anne Rice. She was fucking furious when this movie came out. Why? Because it is nothing like the book. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So she didn't have they, they rocking cut, they so hard. Her. They, they wake up the first vampire. He does become like there are like parts of the book uh, okay. from what I remember, like him being in a rock band or something was part of the book, but like not to this extent. Okay. Got um, it. So Queen of the Dam wakes up. She begins to seek out Lestat. She's like, "How? Who the fuck is rocking so hard?" <laughs> This kicks ass. So, I love this. Lestat does the concert in Death Valley, you know, because you're a vampire, you got to. The ancient vampires are like, this fucking guy's got to go. Uh-huh. Like, he is, he's blow, he's blowing it, for, he's <laughs> ruining this for everybody. They show up to try and destroy him, but no. Aaliyah explodes the stage, comes out of the stage. She is fucking, like, ready. She takes him, grabs uh, Lestat, takes him back to her crib, fucks him, makes her, makes him her king, all right? Ancient vamps want to destroy Akasha. Because she's like gonna eat them all, like destroy all the vampires and start the fucking vampire race over again. You don't want you don't want your progenitor out there. Okay. You don't want them walking around. Okay. You put her, make her. A, she's a statue. She's been a statue for like a thousand years. Sure. Leave her as a statue. Sure. That's what they think. Felt. So they um, they you find out that the fucking sexy reporter is actually the great million times great granddaughter of one of the fucking ancient vampires. Okay. Big deal. Who cares? Um, <laughs> Not important. It it is important because okay. like, I don't know. Akasha hates her because she's like progeny of all these ancient vampires okay. who want to kill Akasha, Queen of the Damned. Anyway, um, but the only way to, to do Akasha is to drain her blood. But okay. if you drain her blood, the last person gets the last drop will turn into a statue. Oh, well. So, <laughs> oh, wow. so the ancient vampires and the sexy reporter attack. Um, Lestat, is, who's under like Akasha's sway, like bites the sexy reporter, turns her into a vampire, realizes what he's done, love triumphs. Ancient vampires start draining Akasha. Lestat betrays Akasha and starts draining her too, sucks out some blood. Um, Akasha, or the sexy reporter's great-great-grandma turns into a statue because she drains the last drop of blood because okay. she loves her great-great-granddaughter. Akasha and, I'm oh, not sorry, the sexy reporter and Lestat walk out into the fucking street. Okay. They're like, great. Whoopsie, love triumphs. And they're holding hands. That last shot of like them walking down an alley. Cut. Only lovers left alive. It is, oh, she's a vampire, remember? Okay. So, ten years later, Lestat, played by Tom Hiddleston now, rather than Stuart Townsend. Uh, the sexy reporter is not uh, Marguerite Moreau. She is, uh, what's her name? Uh, Tilda Swinton. Okay. So and they have actors. different names. They can change their names. They're vampires. Of course. Right? Yes. Okay. So this is, uh, this is, now, this is now Bare Naked Ladies today. Okay. Got it. So 
they're both hardcore rockers, but they've like sort of drifted apart in the in the years since. Um, they're just sort of like you know fucking in holding position, but they're uh-huh. they're not okay with it. Right? Uh huh. They're like, oh, fuck, I want to kill myself, basically. So um, they there's. I feel like Only Lovers Left Alive is just a character study. Nothing really happens during the premise. Like a new vampire shows up and is like, hey, you guys want to party? And they're like, no, we don't want to party. We're really old and tired. <laughs> so it's just about them. Like produce, they have produced like amazing songs, but they're kind of like at the end of their career. Okay. And they're just sort of ruminating in a holding pattern, like Bare Naked Ladies. And uh, the movie's about them. They're, they don't think they end the movie okay with it because all their friends are dead. And they're like, we could just sit here and die in the sunlight or we could drain this fucking hobo. And okay. they're like, well, I guess we're vampires, so we're just going to keep doing it. Okay. Which is what Bare Naked Ladies is at. They're like, listen, man, I hate being alive, but I also kind of love it. Uh-huh. So, I mean, like, the the movie is like an, uh, just, uh, humans is like, they see their fans as like zombies, like Tom Hiddleston sees the, the humans and they sort of lament the state of the modern world. Um, and their place in it. They're borderline suicidal. I mean, it's a character study. Only Lovers Left Alive is a character study of, well, I should say, The Queen of the Damned and Only Lovers Left Alive is a character study about what happens when you get everything that you want. Okay. And yet you're compelled to continue. Okay. Both of those movies. Interesting. Okay. So, I mean, it's plain. There's no specific lyrics or no. anything that, yeah, sure. There's just character studies of. I mean, because, like, The Queen of the Damned. What do we need? What does Lestat needs? He needs a huge rocking career. But then sure. Tom Hiddleston, vampire boy. What does he need? Not a lot. He just lives in his fucking like Greenwich, Greenwich apartment. So wait, I'm, I'm confused on the conceit of this segment now. So the Bernicke ladies wrote this song about, not themselves. No. But about Lestat. Yeah. Okay, got it. All right. He's okay. So this is not an autobiographical song. No, none of them are. They're all about vampire movies. That's right. Okay, okay, okay. You fucking take the piss out of BNL for not writing about other, like, <laughs> other POVs, but they're all about vampire movies. Oh, shit. All right. Sh- fucking, I'm wrong. All right. You're, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. 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 Interesting. Um, huh. Okay. Do I need to see either of these movies? I thought the vampire of stat is, f- I mean, sorry, Queen of the Damned is fun to watch. Uh-huh. I wouldn't watch it more than once. And okay. I thought, I found Only Lovers Left Alive ponderous. Uh, I feel like that's every Jim Jarmusch movie. I've only seen two of them. I've seen Dead Don't Die and Ghost Dog. And I kind of like Ghost Dog. I liked Ghost Dog kind of too. Yeah. But there was, but, there was like action in Ghost Dog. Yes, yeah. Where there is very little in Only Lovers Left Alive. Yeah, it is, it is like what's on the fucking boring. tin. Yeah. You're yeah. going to watch two sad vampires and some other sad vampires talk about being sad vampires forever. Fun. Okay. Did you know that there's fucking 15 books in the Interview with a Vampire yeah. series? That's... Yeah. Wild. She kept writing them. Is she dead? She died. She wrote them up until 2018? She died. Jesus. Or wait, was this somebody else? No. No, she died recently. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. It was the last couple of years, I think. So it's the, it's the fucking last... Uh, n- none will ever be more than Blood Communion, A Tale of Prince Lestat. She like... Uh, Anne Rice was weird because she got super Christian for a while. I remember that. And then like kind of like fucked up all her books. With, Ew, like, did Christian- they... And then she turned back to a normal, intelligent person and, uh, like, not saying that Christians aren't intelligent. It's the type of Christianity she had ascribed to was really stupid. You actually know something about Christianity. Yeah. I was told yesterday that I knew a little bit. I I didn't make the mistakes most people raised Catholic did. I really love that. Yep. Yep. Um, I didn't think he meant it to be insulting. Boy, all of these seem like they would be vampire titles, like Pandora or uh, Memnock the Devil or 
Whatever. But then one of them is literally called Prince Lestat and the Realms of Atlantis. <laughs> that feels like a Harry <laughs> Potter book. The Realms of Atlantis? What the fuck are we doing? I think Akasha, the Queen of the Damned, was like an Atlantean. What the fuck? Really? Yeah. Vampires have been around for a long time, bruh. Uh, bruh. <laughs> All right. How did the first vampire come to be? I don't know. I mean, it depends on the it depends on the uh, like in the Vampire the Masquerade. I know the Vampire the Masquerade like third edition was uh-huh. like the first vampire was Cain because God cursed him to walk the earth forever immortal. Oh, I like that. But I don't know what it is now. Sure. Nowadays, it's some sort of fucking mutation or some shit. Yeah, like cosmic rays or yeah, some shit. That's like, fuck, everybody's got to be the MCU nowadays. Man, what it would really suck to be, have been like a caveman vampire. Oh my God, can you imagine? Yeah, that would suck. Just being a caveman and yeah. then like. Now you're like modern day and you're just still a fucking caveman. Have you seen uh, Chairman of the Board? No. What's the uh, uh, Encino Man is the one I'm thinking of. <laughs> with, like, uh, with Brendan Paul, Fraser? Brendan Fraser. That's yeah. what it is. Who's Chairman of the Board? Polly Shore. That's Paul. the one I was thinking. Buddy. Buddy. Hey, buddy, baby boy. <laughs> buddy boy. I feel we- like there's you more, than, wheeze the juice? more than a little Polly Shore in Brack. Yeah. I feel like that's got to be yeah. the evolution of. Uh, yeah, he's a, Polly Shore was a, an it man for, I want to say, two years. Oh. And he was a hitman for five years after. And now he's just a shit man. Bad. He's pretty <laughs> shitty. Yeah, he's he's done a full like Rob Schneider turn. Oh, does he really? Yeah. Is I don't think he's. Backs? I don't think he's like super Republican or anything. He's just he's just kind of like stuck in that really misogynist like early aughts comedy. Sure. Where okay. it's just like rude. Yeah. And just bad. Once a friend and I were talking about Polly Shore around a much younger friend of ours, mm-hmm. and uh, she was like, "Polly Shore does comedy." And we were like, "Yeah, what the fuck did you think he did?" She's like, I thought he was just a TV personality. What the fuck? So it turns out she was thinking of Polly D from the Jersey Shore. She thought we were just like combining it into Polly Shore. I mean, Polly Shore had such a fucking flash in the pan. Like for listeners who don't know who Polly Shore is, he was like an MTV VJ who had yeah. like three comedy movies in the 90s. He VJ? Is that how, That's how he started? Yeah. He had like a wow. VJ persona. Like, hey man. It was like, hey man, who's going to wheeze the juice with Polly Shore on the weasel? Like, yeah. And then that he parlayed that into three movies, which is more than he deserves. Yeah. And then they kind of bombed and he was gone. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great. That's how it should be. It should. That's cancel culture. <laughs> it's when you do bad movies, you don't get any more movies. Um, yeah. Okay. And now he still makes like a, you know, I'm sure he's like on some reality circuit. Yeah, right? that's I'm I'm looking to see. God, he's still fucking making movies. Oh yeah. Holy shit. He's in the Ling- Little Penguin Pororo's Treasure Island Adventure as Captain Dark. Can you believe it? <laughs> the fuck is that? Yes, I can believe it. Pinocchio, a true story. Anyway, as himself. As, as Pinocchio. <laughs> he voices Pinocchio. Hey, man. Very oh, the weasel. Okay. Anyway. Uh, all right. Ev, I think it's about time we rate this song. Oh. As usual, we rate the songs on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more the clothes the song is wearing, I feel like I get worse at this every episode. The more clothes the song is wearing, the worse it is. The fewer clothes, the better. Everybody gets older, Sake. Are your, your <laughs> prions are, the prions you ate in that burger from Britain in the 1990s are slowly corkscrewing All their way through your... microplastics are infiltrating the nooks yeah. and crannies of my brain. All right, rate it. Go. <laughs> Half clothes. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Uh, well, no so, more vamping. <laughs> think of scenario. I open my Make closet. It funny. I open my closet to find half my clothes are gone. No. And it's totally fine because I have too many clothes anyway. Uh huh. I mean, there are shirts I like. And so, what do you wear? I think I think most of my shirts that I have are like 
uh, nostalgia shirts. Sure. Like this is a shirt I wore in high school. It still fits me, but like if I wear it like five more times, it's going to deteriorate. Right. Yes. So I've got like that, and I'm like, I should just wear these and be done with them. Yeah. Like I don't. They're not doing me any good here. Yeah. So I do that. I put on. I put on uh, my big chill shirt that my dad made from the party back in the '90s, sure. and I'm like, goodbye, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> I put on the uh, like cargo shorts like that i had from my punk rock days with all the fucking uh patches and yeah. uh um do you still have safety those? pins yeah oh please wear them sometime I no see them. they oh, look okay. terrible <laughs> okay do you even I just, fit in them anymore i can i can okay. fit in them i can squeeze into them That's but wild. um like it uh the patches are from like punk rock bands ska bands and then just like any patch i could find so there's sure. like one from like the jingle elf parade or something <laughs> i'm like this is punk just putting on a fucking elf patch uh-huh. so yeah I, I squeeze into that and i like I'll probably do it on a weekend, so I'm hanging out with my buds. We're having a couple beers, and the clothes are slowly deteriorating off me. But this is okay. This is my choice. This is what I want to do. Like BNL, like I'm gonna wear these till they fall apart, and they do. And so I'm wearing like tattered t-shirt, tattered, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. tattered pants, mm-hmm. and I'm happy. I'm mm-hmm. happy. I'm not wearing any socks or shoes because I don't like socks and shoes. I might wear sandals if I have to go out. Okay. So that's me, casual Evan, casual guy, having a great time. Yeah, with my buds, okay. half clothed. This is pretty solid. Yeah. Like you can see, I got arms bare. I got low neckline. I got holes in the shirt that you can see things through. Mm -hmm. Holes in the pants you can see things through. Naked from the knees down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's good. It's good. Surprisingly good. And I'm surprisingly happy. And I think that's my rating for it, right? It's like I wake up in the morning and it is fucking, uh, it's February. And I'm like... February, there's no like breaks. You go February, February, shortest month in all the year, twenty eight days. Whose benefit was that <laughs> non rhyme for? But like February is like you wake up. Sorry, February, February, shortest month in all the year. February, February, February's here. Do you <laughs> like that is. now? I like it now. February is when you wake up and it's fucking dark when you wake up and it's dark when you come home from work and everything fucking sucks. I love that. You're a nut. I cannot believe that you like that. I love it. Why? I love the dark. Why? It's fun to be like, I feel like I'm in a fucking like Arctic expedition. Yeah, people love the fucking Arctic. No, I just enjoy it because then you get to go to your house and it's all warm and, and like... It's all warm and like brightly lit in there and you feel like you're a little island in the void and you know, like it's cozy and it's cold outside. Ugh. So it's brisk. So you step outside and your breath steams and you're like, oh man, I could go for a, a seasonal soup. I could go for, you know, oh, and Valentine's Day. Who can forget Valentine's <laughs> Nobody Day? Nobody likes Valentine's Day. <laughs> where, anyway. where my partner and I get a Lou Malnati's pizza and we split it. And then we do Valentine's Day a week after Valentine's Day. So you can buy all the cheap chocolates and you just gorge on those. Because I don't really like the chocolates. But, you know, like they're really cheap. So I'm an American. So I have to get them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so there's that. You put up the hearts because I left my Christmas tree up. I leave my Christmas tree. You make tree it up. into a love tree. I do, I do. That's the the first the first transition is uh, from Christmas tree to heart tree, and then heart tree to St. Patrick's tree, and then the tree goes down. Because you don't want to leave the tree up. You don't want to leave. I could do Fourth of July. I could do Fourth of July. I could do Easter and Fourth of July. Yeah. I think actually I do have Easter stuff. I think I do keep the Easter tree. So it's up through April. Yeah. And then it goes down because you don't want to keep the tree up all the year. Then it's not special. It's, why not do a May tree? It's not special. A May Day tree. A May. That would be fun. Remember, like, remember the fun, like gunpowder plot tree. In, the, in November? In November, yes. Um, anyway, it's February. February. <laughs> and I fucking hate it. Great month. Because February fucking Solid sucks. month. And so I get up in the morning and I like 
put on a heavy sweater and I like oh, man. some heavy fuck you oh, stop feels, just, like, just fucking to be, just stop. to be warm and you like suck. comfortable sweater I hate you you're a nightmare <laughs> you're a waste well that's of great flesh. that's great and I go downstairs and I put on my heavy jacket and oh. my fucking hat but then I walk outside you're all toasty and I like is it like the fuck and I like check my phone and it's like fifty eight it's like not horrible it's not great. But it's not horrible out, right? I was expecting it to be, like, terrible. But then I walk outside, and you know what? It's nice. Now, I've already left at this point. It's too late. But what I can do is I can roll up the sleeves. We're going to roll up all of our cold sleeves. I'm fucking cut the bottom off my nice work pants. (laughs) I can't wear them anymore. I'm going to cut little holes in my shoes just so my feet can breathe, baby. You know what? It's around my mouth all the way open (sighs) so I can respire as much... (laughs) Liquid. It's, it's a better day than I thought it would be, right? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of indicative of this song. A better day for you. Better day for me. We'll be right back with more. It's all been done. A Barenaked Ladies podcast. Hey, man. How do you do? Who would you like to be your mortal enemy? Uh, well, God damn it! It's probably a Moriarty, isn't it? I mean, oh, a, Mori- a Moriarty. A Moriarty. Do you mean that as like from the Sherlock Holmes series, or a Moriarty-like person? I think your family, like an Elon Musk. Your family are, are Moriartys, aren't oh. you? I mean, not yeah. officially, but I mean unofficially, you're Moriartys. Yeah, we're unofficial, unofficial Moriartys. We've been recognized by the Moriarty Society of Greater wow. Liverpool. That's fun. I love that. Um, you, I love that for you. I love that for you. Who would I want to be my mortal enemy? I would want. You would mortal- want someone too powerful or too rich because they would just fuck you up right away. But, but man, but all the people that would be on my side—if just Elon Musk hated me—people would be like, "Well, this guy's got to be doing something right." But I, do you want like Elon Musk's? Because Elon Musk is gonna be like, "Hey, this guy," and then like you're gonna get death threats. Your family's gonna get death threats. That's true. I don't want anybody right wing to hate me because yeah, they could easily just fuck you. Yeah. So who would? I mean, it would have to be some. Well, then it would. Oh, I'm gonna have to go the other side. It's gonna be something whose whose life I can ruin, who I could just fucking crush under my heel. So you're powerful. So your child. Yeah, that's <laughs> not bad. Or one of my students, I could just give them an F and just call their parents every day and say. Johnny was just a real shit bag during class today, right? If I can make a mortal enemy of a kid. Have you tried physical discipline? That's a good idea. I need you to sign these papers allowing me to do it. <laughs> sign these papers. The spanking accords. Give me power of attorney over your child I and like your, yourself. I, I wish I could. Or you could be like a, some, some old elderly person. So you start that's like, not bad. You start like visiting them, them, visiting them in the home yes, and like pretend yes, to be their yes, friend. Yes. And then, oh, that's cool. but they're your enemy too, but they don't have any control. Like they can't like help. You're like, oh yeah, uncle Jeffy. That's you know, good. I can't wait to visit you. He's not my grandson. <laughs> oh, uncle oh, G does this all the time. Me, can I sign him out for the day? <laughs> and you just take him to like a fucking, a fucking junkyard. Yeah. <laughs> dogs bark at it. Take him to the fucking <laughs> <laughs> needle pit from Saw 2. <laughs> Dump him in. Um, yeah. What would you want your to be? Mortal enemy, go. Oh gosh, I I don't. I want it to be somebody who could, like, had a credible chance of like. I don't because it'd be fun to be rivals. Like, are we? Oh, you want? Are we talking like mortal mortal enemies and like? You pose the question. I know, but I want. We can. We can. We can. We can. Okay. Okay. What did you you add nuance? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just. We're just trying. We're just playing a game here. How did I envision it? I didn't. I didn't. It just popped into my head. Okay. All right. Um. So you want it to be somebody equal to you. So a, a fellow writer. Oh yeah. Okay. And Rice. 
<laughs> Maria Sapkowski, oh. writer of the Witcher series. Yeah, I like that. Because okay. I feel like I would, I could get cred for him not liking me. I know exactly who it should be, and you're gonna have to vamp while I find their name. Okay. But there's there's somebody it should, else. Should be a little tiny guy uh, who is in the Aconite book family. Who writes L5R books? Josh Reynolds. That would be it. Josh Reynolds. Oh, he's such a nice guy, though. Oh, I don't give a shit. I think that no one else should be he's writing. He's a kind, gentle man. <laughs> no one else should be writing 5R novels. Dave Geimer. Uh, yeah. Mary Brennan. Marie Brennan. Yeah. I think all those people should be your mortal enemy. Uh, yeah. What do you think? Oh, man. <laughs> I don't think either, any of us are like... We don't have enough strength to be each other's mortal enemies because we're working so hard to do this. Oh, okay. Like we can't. That's... You can't really. You don't really have a. You can't really have a beef at, the, at that level. Hey, what the fuck? What? Dude, how come you aren't advertising the fact that your audiobook came out? What audiobook? For Soul of Yuchiban. Oh, it did? Uh, one hour ago, Aconite Books posted about it. Yeah, <laughs> baby, my audiobook's out. Everybody, go buy Diana's Zones Pizza audiobook, please. Read, Read by, by Kaipo Schwab. Kaipo Schwab. Yeah, he does a great job. From Orange is the New Black. Yeah. Interesting. He does okay. a great job. He's one of the like doctors, I think, on Orange is the New Black. Huh, cool. That's exciting. Very cool. Read. Uh, anyway, yeah. Read by Jimmy Gupta. Gupta. I th so what do you what do you hate about Josh Reynolds? Give me something you dislike about. I hate that he got to move to Britain. Okay, why? Because would you, would you enjoy moving to Britain and leaving all your friends and family behind? No, not really. But I think if I was trying to destroy Josh Reynolds' life, I would move there. But I think I would enjoy living in Britain. I just I want to know what you hate about Josh Reynolds. Oh, uh, I hate. Don't be comparative. I hate that he is a really good writer. Okay. I'm jealous of him. There you go. That jealousy. I'm jealousy. I'm jealous that he got to write all like the fucking uh, Warhammer books back before Age of Sigmar. Yes, yes, yes. I'm jealous of that. I wish I had been at the chance yes, to do that. Cultivate that jealousy. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm too weak. <laughs> Josh Reynolds, I'm too weak. <laughs> I'm Josh Reynolds. I'm too weak. He, uh, yeah, I hate that he gets free healthcare in Britain. Yeah, I feel you. I hate that he lives there and has like a British wife. Well, I oh, you want a British wife? I want a British wife. <laughs> you just. I got... want a proper British wife. You just. I want a proper British, British life. life. <laughs> Give me a proper British knife. <laughs> uh, you just got the license to write all those licensed Dance Dance Revolution books. The novels, our books. <laughs> So what are you going to do with Babylon? Are you going to kind of continue his sort of... <laughs> I know nothing about DDR. I was going to write about the arrows, actually. The what? Oh, the arrows. <laughs> like kind of like an emoji movie thing, but like I was going to give each of the arrows a personality. I love that. That's very fun. Because that's all I know about DDR. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, you know what? You know who else loves to take licensed properties and make good fun with them? That's, of course, Taverns, Travels, and Tests. Taverns, Travels, and Tests. Triple you know, T! Triple T, that's right. It's the same as Diners, Divins, and Drives, except it's not. Taverns, Travels, and Tests ran for 11 episodes and ended in 2021. And you can binge all of the episodes of Triple T right here on the Derailed Podcast Network that I forgot what Project it was called. Project Derailed. Project Derailed. Jesus Christ. Uh, you the Orange Grows. The, it's all been done radio network. You would really love episode six. He's a member of Cow Kaida. I would. Yeah. Tell me why. Well, of course. Tell me why. Ain't nothing but. In this episode, the gang takes on the Bovatar surprise ambush while dealing with Serial's impairments thanks to the mushrooms. Bovatar is a cow minotaur. Yeah. So Has it's a cow be. on top and a cow on the bottom. <laughs> right? I think it's just like a minotaur, but it has like a Holstein head instead of like a bull head. Like 
Okay, a big ring in its nose. Are there any other bovines other than cows? Bulls. Bulls or cows? <laughs> Bulls or cows? Jersey cows. <laughs> Jersey cows or cows? You can't. You can't just type bovine into your fucking keyboard. You're not gonna do that for me. No. Okay. Fuck you. I'm done. I'm done. We're back with more It's All Been Done, a Bernigan Ladies podcast. I'm already spinning the wheel. There we go. You can't predict me. Oh. I'm all wild. Conventioneers. What fandom would the narrator of this song belong to and why? Conventioneers is a cheeky title. It has nothing specifically to do with the song itself. Yeah. I feel yeah. like Stephen Page, we occasionally got one out of Yes. It. Yeah. So what fandom would the narrator of Enough Time belong to? I mean, it wouldn't be a time travel sort of. Or would he like like a Doctor Who sort of? The problem is, it's hard to do these now because it's like the narrator is always always Ed, Ed, yeah, or BNL or yeah. Kev. Yeah. yeah. So what fan pinball? Oh, fuck. Yeah, he's already part of a fandom, I guess. Maybe a pinball guy. He'd have a room with a pinball in it. But this isn't written about Ed. This is written about the vampire Lestat. Lestat. What fandom would the vampire Lestat be part of? And I think that that would be the new metal band Corn Slipknot, <laughs> Jonathan Davies, Mushroom Head. Um, yeah, I think so. New metal. So yeah, if the narrative yeah. of this song would be a fan, of, that's so funny thinking about this song are in there, context. I mean, are there still like new metal cultic fan? Like, there's, is new metal still? New metal still. I mean, there's Slipknot 100%. still tours. Corn still tours. Like, Mushroom right. Head is playing up the street from us. This is not something I'm supposed to be talking about yet uh-huh. because it's still under wraps. But uh, uh, four friends and I are starting the first new metal nerdcore band. <laughs> so Ooh. we're going to be, I'll, I'll let you know more listeners when uh, more has dropped. But uh, it's got the sun. Let parts. the bodies get high scores. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck, that's good. Oh, I'm using that. Fuck. You can have it. Okay. Um, Spitting gold here for you. you Spitting gold in this microphone. I'm a rumple mints over here. Um, so are we just I'm saying new metal? Yeah. All yeah. Right. What, what kind of mask did the vampire stat wear? Yeah, we'll do another what one. What kind of mask? Yeah, because like, oh, the corn. Yeah, and so does mush, mushroom slipknot. head slipknot. Yeah. Sell, sell, sell. What product could this be used in a commercial for? Okay, now we're getting somewhere. Something that saves you time because you never have enough of it. What's, what do, we, what what's do a, we need? No, this isn't enough time. This is what do we need? Oh shit! <laughs> the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> what do you need? That's a good. That's a good tagline for a commercial. Sure. What do you need? Slap chop. <laughs> what do you need? Sham wow. What do you need? A pile of bricks. But the the next line is not a lot. Right. So what's like the most minimal? Something like, that saves you time. This is twelve gadgets in one. Okay, that seems like a lot. But the thing is, you can get rid of all the gadgets. Okay, 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 okay. So, this is a new kitchen contraption. Yes. It's got, it's like a Swiss army knife, except for spatula and whisker. And and you just pull them out and put them back in also, as necessary. Also, it records you. Yes, and it forwards all of that to the police. <laughs> and so you're safe. Is admissible in a court you're of law. You're always safe. And you're always safe. Because, you know what, like... Only the guilty have something to hide. And if you have an impure thought while holding it, it administers an electrical <laughs> shock to you. Because, you know, we're all trying to be better people. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to covet. We don't want to ass. We don't want to covet ass. our neighbor's ass. Oh, got it. We don't want to steal. We don't want to kill. We don't want to steal our neighbor's ass. We don't want to kill our neighbor's <laughs> ass. ass. 
Um, okay, so it's the 12-in-1 Swiss Swiss chalet knife instead of Swiss, Swiss army knife. Chalet Suisse. Chalet Suisse, because that's a restaurant, right? Right. So it's a, we're fucking get, with a million and dollar dollars. idea. And it's fucking big. Oh, it's real it's big. It's like guitar case size. <laughs> I mean, how could it not be? But you could throw away the one spatula you already yeah. have. Oh, and it's got, it's got one hole in it. Uh-huh. And whatever you put into that hole, it does the thing to it. So it just decides, like you put an onion in there, it dices it. Okay. You put a carrot in there, it juices it. It just doesn't. You put a pancake in there, it flattens it. It flips it. (laughs) Pour batter in there, it cooks it. Oh, shit. Okay, wait. So now this is a different product. It's the same thing. Okay. It's it's an entire kitchen. This is still the thing that calls the police and gives you electrical shocks? It can, yes. Okay. It has a thousand uses. And it walks your dog with a 50% success rate. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I like this. What's the name of this? Is it the Smichelle knife? Does it have a knife on it? No, but is it... It has well, a lot of knives. It has to, because it can dice up an onion. It what knives. if you want your onion cooked? Do you yell at it, or does it just read your mind? No, it does It does the thing to it. <laughs> so here's what happens. You put the onion in the first time, it dices it, spits it out. Uh-huh. You put the dice parts in, it cooks them. Okay, to what? what transparent or caramelized or... It cooks them. <laughs> what part yeah, don't you understand? My apologies. You put them in a third time. You get onion juice. <laughs> okay, all you right. You put the onion juice in. You get a steak. <laughs> whoa, 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 what? You never had a juice steak? No. Oh, but Sounds good. Next time you come over, we're going to get some onion juice steaks. Okay. Is you, you marinate it in citric acid no, and onion you just juice? keep smooshing up that onion until it becomes, becomes steak-like. A pasty sort of like yeah. squishy. That sounds real good. It's going to be good. So we've gone off the deep end with this segment. I feel like it's supposed Your to be Your favorite part of the steak is exists. the caramelized onions they put on top, right? Yes. Okay. Well, then just skip the steak. Okay. Okay. Just give it to me. Okay. Give it to me Done. now. Well, hope we answered your question, Wheel. We did. Now it's time to answer a question from our friends, our fans, our stupid little sluts. Stop. (laughs) Here's an email from our friend, David Wheeler. Hi, David Wheeler. David. David. Oh, David. Been done, lads. That's us. Very excited for the episodes about the new album. Can't wait to listen to Evan stretch impossibly hard to make every song fit some stupid theme. However, I do have an issue. Okay. Every non-relevant question has already been asked. So, okay. I have a semi-real one. Oh, okay. BNL is clearly just writing about being successful dads in their 50s and enjoying moderate success. Pick some of your favorite bands or musical artists. What songs would they write if the only thing they could draw inspiration from was their own musical success and general life's pretty fine vibes they experience? Feel free to expand to other mediums or even yourselves. Evan Dickens' new novel, Please Shut Up for 30 Minutes So I Can Take a Nap, for instance. Thanks for reading, and let's hope this music doesn't kill you before you can kill it, David. Thank you, David. Insightful. Yeah, I mean, he just summed up our entire podcast. Yeah. This entire 14-episode arc we're doing. Yeah, I mean, we so don't, we're, we're done. We don't have to. Yeah. We, we'll be, see you again. No, it's a good life, yeah. I guess, is how it runs out. Yeah. So what's your, what's your favorite band of all time, would you say? That's hard. Give me one of uh, five. I mean, they're all like punk ska bands from okay. the 90s who cares I'm, I'm trying to think of a popular well, give me band a punk I like ska band from the no 90s. give me rise I against. won't I won't it's rise against us from the early 2000s yeah give me Jimmy Eat World don't like Jimmy Eat World okay who's a ska band from the 90s name one I can't now no Mephiscopheles Mephiscopheles 
Pil- Pilfers. Pilfers are probably my favorite ska band from okay. the 90s. What are the Pilfers doing nowadays? Uh, well, the lead singer is, they're still making albums. They made an album like in 2014. Okay, but what are they doing? Oh, living in New York, uh, working on Raga Core albums. Okay, so their next album is called... I can't. The lead singer is a like Jamaican guy with a thick Jamaican accent, so uh-huh. I don't I don't want to do his voice. You, no one said you have what? to do Saker's, his voice. Okay, guys, Saker's holding up a sign that says "Do the voice," and I don't I'm like I don't sign. like that. I'm holding up a sign that says, says "Play, play Hello, Hello City." City. <laughs> See, I can do that. Uh, yeah, I but, don't um, know. So he's he'd be writing a song about. Uh, okay, so he's I, I'd actually wish that on him because he seems like he's having a rough time of it. Okay. Because you know he's a fucking musician who never made it huge okay. and is trying to, and is still trying to be a musician and, and like, and like a, what huge, a huge issue. Like he, he hit his like peak in the nineties, but they're still playing shows and sure. stuff and they're working hard. Like sure. he's hustling. He's still fucking hustling. Or so I'd, he I'd, working? <laughs> you know what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> I'd want that for Cooley ranks. Okay. But anyway, let's pick a popular band. Gwen Stefani. See, I don't know enough about the lives of these people. Right. So like I could do one of my favorite bands is the Aquabats. Right, oh, love the Aquabats. Pro- problematic Aquabats. Prob- and so nowadays, yeah, they're they're they would have songs like uh, uh, disowned disowned my trans dis- disowned <laughs> my trans brother, and uh, we had a s- semi successful children's show. How do we follow up on that? And is Yo Gabba Gabba still around? Can we sort of get in on that? <laughs> and uh, I still want to say slurs on stage. And why won't they let me? Too why, old. Why won't too old? Oh <laughs> fuck! What do we got? <laughs> We're too old. Um. Yeah. Okay. So those are the Aquabat songs. And is Third Wave ska still around? Can we please start it again? We would like to go on yeah. tour with. Can, really can, can the summer of ska come back, please? Yes. Um. More favorite bands that we have. What's your? Who's your favorite novelist? George R. R. Martin. Let's say that. Okay. So what That's just the novel he just wrote is called Holy Shit, Can You Believe I Wrote a New Fucking Novel? <laughs> Still, yeah. A work in progress. <laughs> a work in progress is what his novel's called. Okay, I see it. Um, my favorite uh, fast food restaurant is Taco Bell, and they just released a new item called, called just The Same just, Shit. Just don't worry about it. <laughs> in a different shell slightly. No, it's... What it is is, um, it's just called. Just don't worry about it. Uh-huh. It's like it's like a burrito wrapper, uh-huh. but they've crushed up everything into it. Uh-huh. So it's like, it's got the four ingredients. Uh-huh. It's got the cheese. Uh-huh. It's got the meat. Uh-huh. It's got the beans. It's got the shell. Okay. And then it's got the sour cream and lettuce toppings. Okay. But it's all just. They've just done it because that's what you're going to do to it anyway. Okay. So they saved you the trouble of chewing. Oh, I. They see. figured it out. Fourth, it, it's called. It all comes out the same it's way. Called, in the it's end. called eighth meal. <laughs> okay, I do like that. Are we doing this question right? I think so. Okay, all right. I'm not sure. I so like, yeah, Gwen Stefani's just writing about living in like Akihabara and being Japanese. Oh, okay. So her new album. She's doing a collab with Baby Metal. Hajime Mashte, Gwen Stefani des. <laughs> Is that what her new album yeah. is called? Yes, yes, yes. I have a student this year who is a Japanese student from Japan. He speaks oh. English very well. Cool. But I feel like some days I'll be like, hey, I'll be like, oh, hi, gozaimasu. And he will look like, don't feed, fucking don't talk to me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Don't uh, call out the fact that I'm different. Yeah, yeah I, I probably shouldn't do that anymore. Well, why don't you take him aside in front of the class and like ask him if it's okay? Okay. In front of everyone. I'll say... <laughs> Pizza ga daisuke desu? Ka? 
I don't know. <laughs> Fucking don't know Japanese. Well, I hope we answered your question, David. Uh, I definitely did. Can't wait to hear your resequences that we resequenced from you. Beloved. Tony Morrison. That's not Tony Morrison. It's Octavia Butler, isn't it? I think it's probably Tony Morrison. Okay, guy. Talking in increasingly hushed tones. Hold on. Let's see. Let's see. I thought we were done with that segment. Uh, but beloved novel by Tony Morrison. You're right. Shit, you fucking. You're right. <laughs> All right. Now it's time to finish this episode. I tried to go to another segment, but there's none left. Uh, Ebo. Huh. How you squealing? Re. <laughs> <laughs> How you squealing? <laughs> it's almost. Are we in the Christmas season now? Hold up. Wait, I hear it. Do you hear? Do you hear the sleigh bells well, jingling? We're, we're past Thanksgiving, so we're moving into it. It's not quite December yet. We're getting to Halloween. December, but we're getting. To ha- we didn't do Halloween this year because we skipped uh, October show. Well, I, mean, I thought we did Halloween for Christmas. Mm, do we? Oh, <laughs> it doesn't matter we, we are this year baby let's add another like. fucking up out of the schedule great all right um what you plug in you have a new audiobook out I, <laughs> news to me time for some digging news yeah read my audiobook go on to read my audiobook. audiobook have my audiobook read to you by kaipo schwab from orange is the new black cool. go on the site and give it five stars all right great I don't have anything happening in my life. I'm probably working on my new album still. We're probably getting it mixed and mastered by now. Hopefully it's all recorded because the Kickstarter went great. Yay. (laughs) All right, Ev. I'm Saker. I'm Evan. And we'll see you again in one One week. week.